Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. I let the music go longer this time because uh-huh. Angela was dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. That's yeah. good, right? It's nice to see you dance. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to another week of By the Bye. Hello, friends. Friends, Romans, countrymen. <laughs> Lend me your queers so I can protect them and save them from you fuckers. Oh, uh, I was going to do other things with them. Oh, well, I mean, if they're, <laughs> if they're consenting, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so how is everybody out there in podcast land? Good, good to hear. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for you. That sucks. Look, I'll give you a virtual hug. Here you go. Hug. Yeah. Are you better now? Well, okay. <laughs> so this weekend we had our Discord chat, uh, which was better than I could have ever hoped or expected. Mm. Uh, I think at one point we had somewhere near 20 people on 16 different little screens. There was a lot of, of laughs and jokes and non awkward silent parts Yeah, where we were just kind of like, ah, I'm glad we're all together. You can take a breath and know that you're in good company, which yeah. is a good thing. It's so nice. Mm. It's so nice. Um, I know that a few people uh, did complain of, at, the lack of nudity, which, look, I guess we'll just have to do better next time. We'll have to fix that. Angela, you had a robe on, which mm-hmm. I didn't realize this until afterwards, because I wasn't watching the Discord chat, but apparently people were talking about how comfy your robe looked. No, no, no. I think it was uh, someone else's robe, the one up in Queensland. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I thought they were talking about your robe. No, no, no. She had on a robe as well. Look, apparently everybody was expecting to disrobe, and we nobody pulled the trigger. <laughs> Yeah, because it was early for us all here, so it's like, you know, put That's on a true. rope. That's true. I did disrobe after. I guess next time we'll just have to do a a clothing optional for the last 15, 40, hour and a half. We'll, we'll set a timer and be yeah. like, all right. If you wish to disrobe, you may. <laughs> Ring a ding ding, motherfuckers. I think that sounds like a good plan. I think it sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, but it was a huge success. It was great. Uh, some great discussions. A lot of A lot of laughs. Some really inappropriate stories. Yeah, and I have to admit, there were some topics that came up that I really did not expect to, but at the same time, we all learned something. I know. I now know how to properly milk a goat. (laughs) I'm so glad I now know this. Uh, I know the quantity of milk required to make a cheese. Yes. Um, Yeah, I I did learn a lot of stuff that I didn't expect to learn. Mm. It was good stuff. 
anyway, yeah. So uh, every day's a school day. Every day's a school day. So yeah, it was it was good fun, and we are planning a future meetup where we can all play some Jackbox games. So yes. working with one of our faithful listeners to help us do this because I'm old and can't technology. I have a pretty good idea, but it would be nice. I think this person's already done it, so yeah. that way it just saves the trouble of the playtesting to make sure. Additionally, I've already um, bought most of the games uh, on mm-hmm. PlayStation, so I really don't want to have to buy them again for the computer. I love so. Jackbox. I do too. Love it. It's good stuff. Such a fun game with the group. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes, if you want to join our upcoming game day, night, middle of the night, morning, late afternoon depending on where you are in the world. No idea what the timing is going to end up being. We'll have to work Uh, that out. Please go and join us on Discord. And how do you do that? You support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the podcast. That's how you do it. It's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Do it. Also, if you do join on Patreon and don't decide to join the the Discord chat, that's fine as well. We sent out a message to all of our Patreon supporters to tell you how to do it. It was on Zoom, so... Yes, but Discord group is a lovely group. Very supportive group. I love them. Yeah. Give them cuddles. Anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, so upcoming things that we have going on in July, we have our next pendulum party. Mm -hmm. And when is that, Angela? July 16th. Glad glad one of us is paying attention to the calendar. (laughs) Uh, Yes, so July 16th, we'll be doing our next pendulum party at Our Secret Spot. If you really want to or need to see us before then, we are doing a sex ed class at Our Secret Spot on Swinging 101, and we'll be doing some intro to flirting and science behind the flirting and body language and whatnot, and that will be on June 20th, a Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, June 20th. This coming Sunday. Holy shit balls. So if you're listening to this late, you've you've already missed out. Yep, yep. So very much looking forward to that. That'll be fun. We're, we're still figuring out exactly how we're going to do it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then future events uh, of which we will not be part just because of travel and things. September 4th, and you're going to hear more about this during the break, but September 4th is the Erotic Ball up in Queensland. Yes. Oh, man. I wish we could make yeah. it up there, but it's just a little too far and a little too soon to buying property. Right. Yeah, but there's a lot going right. on during that time. September but. 4th, the Erotic Ball. Mm. Yeah, so that you'll hear more about that during the commercial break, so definitely stay tuned and listen to that. Don't yes. skip it this time. No, it's important. <laughs> and I improv all of them. All of like yeah. look, I, I know some of the podcasts you listen to, the commercial breaks are just pre recorded bullshit. I listen to those same podcasts. I listen to the podcasts. But each time when we do a, a commercial break, I always I do them live. I know, it's great. It's just like I have no idea what I'm gonna say. It's you know, it's like it's like Saturday night Bradford. <laughs> What? You said to do that when I wanted wine. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking over at Angela and she, her arms are waving in the air like Kermit the Frog. Like she's just introduced someone new. It was like, wait, is Liv Tyler here? <laughs> no, no. He told me to do that whenever I wanted wine and I need wine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were. Oh, my God. This is great. All right. Pouring wine. We're, See, I can follow directions too. I just, I you do follow directions. I just don't remember the directions that I ask you to follow. Uh, oh my god, we're not we're we're not those podcasts where like, oh, you can't drink on the podcast. We're podcasts where like part of it is the ASMR, which leads me to a new question. We have found out recently that on the 
host site for our podcast, we could create a new sort of sub sub podcast that is just for certain people, probably Mm -hmm. Patreon supporters. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm throwing that out there again, but we could do ASMR. Who wants to hear Angela have like, like masturbate or like squirting or moaning or me doing the same squirting, moaning, masturbating sex. Does anybody like, do people want to listen to this? Is this stuff that people want to listen to? Or spanking. Spanking, and yeah. Potentially caning. We'll talk about it. Uh, we, I mean, we are. Yeah, if, if you want to hear any of this stuff, just send us a message on any of the platforms that you'll hear at the end of the show and let us know if it's something that you're really interested in. And we can definitely, we can set this up. Yeah, I mean, look. But we want to know that it's worth it and that people want to hear it before we do it. Yeah, before I put a microphone next to Angela's vagina as I proceed <laughs> to mount her from, you know, like different microphones as well. We could do like surround sound. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, I want to know that it's worth it and uh, that it isn't going to be awkward and that I'm not going to dirty up a microphone and have to clean it just because mm-hmm. yeah. for the fucking hell of it. Right, right. So, yeah, let us know if you're interested in that. Yeah. ASMR, where the S stands for sex. Sure. What does it normally stand for? Anyway, so what do we have going on tonight? Uh, well, before that, another event that we're not going to be able to make it to. Oh, what? In November is Life on the Swing Set at Desire. Oh, yeah. I've been blocking that from my memory. That's why I'm I know, not talking about it I know, anymore. but there are people who can go yes. and who want to go and who will go. And so if you're one of those people who wants to go, then... Can go and will go. Yeah, yeah. Then book it in. Yes. Let's go to lifeontheswingset.com and there are all kinds of details there. And say hi to all the sexy people and give them hugs for give us. Give them hugs for us. Yeah. They're wonderful humans. Mm-hmm. We love those humans. And we're very sad we're not going to get to see them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Find strength, Bradford. Find strength. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fine. Now, what are we talking about tonight? What are we doing? What are we doing? We have had a lot of questions come in. I say a lot. We've had some questions come in. (laughs) We've had more than two (laughs) questions come in. Uh, Some from email, some from Instagram, and I know some of... Particularly, some of these people have been waiting a couple of weeks for a response because we're like, oh, we'll just combine them all together into an episode. So sorry that you've had to wait. Look, we have lives that we live. and It's just been busy lately. Yeah, life has been kind of so, crazy lately. Sorry, uh, but we will we'll re- read the questions aloud and we'll talk about them now, Yay. tonight, today, this morning, whatever time it is that you're listening to it. Today, tomorrow, and tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write a song. Yeah. Okay. It's, you write a song for like every episode. Maybe you should do that. Like Mr. H does the whole ukulele thing. Maybe you can do the singing thing. Yeah, but Mr. H has talent. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just happy to be here. He also has other talents that you don't hear on the ukulele. I know. That I really miss. I'm just going to say, I, I kissed him once and he's quite the talented kisser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> also kissing down under, Australian style. I didn't get to do that. I know. I did. Yeah. Damn yeah. it. I wonder if he likes rem jobs. You don't have to be like, is, is it is that gender specific? Hey, Mr. H. <laughs> anyway. Okay. You know where to find me, buddy. So first question. Fortnite. <sighs> talking to Mr. H. Okay. Are we ready for questions? Sure. I do podcasts just to talk to specific people, okay. actually. Right. Is there anybody you want? Oh, oh Bernadette boy. Peters. Hey. Hey. I'm sorry. I smelled your hair. <laughs> it's a long story. Anyway. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to assume that that'll get back to her. Uh-huh. All right. What do we got? Okay. So the first email 
says, Hi, Bradford and Angela. I just want to thank you for your podcast and everything you guys do for the community. Oh, yeah. you're welcome. And Bradford, thank you. Listening to you be open and explain that it's okay for me to have curiosity for other men. You gave me the courage to open up to my wife about it. I am still unsure if I will act on my curiosity as yet, but I no longer will have a feeling of shame slash fear talking to my wife about it. And then it goes on from there. So, number one, you're welcome. Number two, I think that that needs to be shouted from the rooftops that Mm -hmm. you don't have to act on it. But having that curiosity, that's, that's a healthy thing to have. I don't think that there's like, if you're listening to this podcast and, and you aren't the uh, author of this email, I think that having that ability to allow yourself to be curious and to, and to imagine what it might be like to be with another man, like that's, that's an amazing thing. There's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, and to the person who wrote this email, number one, I'm extremely proud of you. Excellent. I'm so glad that you felt safe and comfortable enough in your relationship to talk to your partner about that because that's not easy. Uh, I think a lot of people think that, oh, that's simple. That's trivial. I can talk to my partner about anything. And the answer is really, can you? Because I think I look at my own relationships in the past and the relationships that I've had, I wouldn't feel comfortable talking about certain things. There are certain things that I just don't feel comfortable talking about. But to have a partner which you trust and know uh, will accept you even though you might say something to them that they might find uncomfortable. I think that's a fantastic that's a fantastic place to be. And I'm really excited for you. I'm very happy and glad to get your email. Yeah. And, and just to reiterate what Bradford said, I mean, I, I, my response is very similar is that, I mean, I'd like to say that you shouldn't have any shame or fear in talking to your partner about your sexual preferences or who you're attracted to or anything like that. But the reality is that a lot of us do. And you know, in previous relationships, I was very much the same as Bradford in that you know you do kind of hold back a bit from your partner, not knowing how they're going to react. And this is this can be something pretty big. Mm. And it can be something that you might fear would ruin the relationship. What if they're not into it? What if they're not accepting of it? And and it can be scary to talk to them. But I will say congrats for having the, the courage to do that. That takes a lot. And then you clearly have a good partner who is willing to listen to it. And, and I'm assuming that you've talked through, worked through, you know, whether they were accepting or not, we have no idea, but at least you're still with them. So that's a good sign. Yeah. And, and, you know, if, whether you act on it or not, it doesn't really matter. It matters to you as to what your comfort level is and what you want to do. And your partner. Yes. And your partner, but otherwise it's, it can stay as a fantasy. It can be something that you just talk about while you're in bed together and that you do fantasize about and that adds a little bit of extra something to the bedroom. That's okay too. So you don't have to act on it unless you really just feel like you need to. Yeah. Which is also completely fine. And I wouldn't mind watching if you're ever at our secret spot. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That escalated really quickly. Uh, Yeah. And like a message to that partner. uh, I think it's, it's, it's difficult to hear something like that. I think, but I think, Handling that really well is something that as well takes a lot of strength, confidence, and courage in the relationship. That if somebody somebody were to tell you that, how you respond to that is very much reflective of who you are as a person and then how the relationship is. And the healthier 
both of those things are, the better you're going to handle that. So it sounds like it was handled pretty well. Mm. And I think that's, I think that's a great sign. Yeah. It's a, it means that you're in a healthy relationship and I'm, I am, I'm excited to see where this goes. And if it goes nowhere, then that's even better. I mean, like, fine. Like I say, that's even better. You know what I mean? It's like, awesome. You were able to talk very openly to one another and it doesn't change who either of you are. And I think that's the important thing is, um, we've talked about this before. You can do things, you can say things, but ultimately it doesn't change who you are fundamentally. Yeah. And it may even lead to new avenues and exciting future things that you can explore together and see where it takes you. It could be really fun. Or just new avenues of porn that you can watch together. Yeah, absolutely. Which also can be really fun. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for question number two? I'm ready. Brace, brace ready. yourself. I'm braced. I'm braced. Okay. I'm, t- I'm cupping myself just in case. Yeah, you actually are. It's a double-hander. <laughs> okay, this one. Hi, guys. I'm a 33 cis male from regional Australia. Well, that narrows it down. Uh-huh. My wife and I are considering swinging, and I'm wanting to have my first experience with a man. You guys talk a lot about our secret spot, and I was wondering if the club would be a suitable place to look for my first bisexual experience. Also, if you have any advice in general for first bisexual experiences, that would be greatly appreciated. Oof. I know. That's... <laughs> Wow, that's a that's a box of worms. Uh, sexy, <laughs> sexy, sexy worms. I it's a box and not a can. Well, I put my worms in a box. You can organize <laughs> your worms in any which way you want, but my my worms go in boxes. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. So I'm gonna say, starting out, that our secret spot is a fantastic place to seek out a first same-sex experience, no matter your gender. Mm. Uh, I'm going to add to that that I would advise trying to plan for a pendulum party. Yeah, and I would agree because at the pendulum party, there are generally more people that are either bisexual, bi-curious, at least bi-accepting, than on a general night. You will find people on any night there, but there's a greater propensity to be able to act upon something on a pendulum night. I'm going to say there's a lesser likelihood of being rejected. Fair enough. I think that's the better, a better way to look at it. Look, like we've had same sex experiences, both of us at our secret spot on random nights, but on pendulum nights, that's cultivated for that. Yeah. And look, we have plenty of podcasts out there on going into same-sex experiences at swingers clubs but my advice is have the conversation while you're downstairs and clothed Mm -hmm. what are you into what do you like that way you're not disappointed once you go upstairs and this goes to any night whatever night you're going to be there but sort of have the conversation with a couple that you're attracted to before you get into that bedroom if that's specifically what you're wanting to do so the second part of that is do you have any advice in general for first bisexual experiences Um, so I would advise you to be very patient with yourself. Also be patient with your partner and any play partners you're having. So in my experience, one of the things that sort of turns me off is a bit of overexcitement. So, and and i've i've experienced this at the club i've experienced this in in 
gay saunas, and I've experienced this in just regular bar life, going going to the bar and getting picked up. So if the person who wants to play with me, I don't, it's hard to explain. Like if you're like really full on and like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I, I, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. I get a bit overwhelmed and I need a bit of like, okay, I like you're, you're at a seven. I need you to dial it back just a wee bit. So let me dive into that for a moment. Okay. Because I understand what you're saying is if somebody is like super energetic and is like, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to, they have a laundry list of things that they want to do for the first time with someone of the same gender. Yes. So how do you balance that with wanting to do those things and asking for what you want before you go upstairs to play? Is it more like when you're talking about it, say downstairs, do you keep it more general? Do you just say, like, I want to have an experience with somebody. I want to start with kissing. I want to maybe move to oral or whatever, like, but not necessarily, I don't know. Like, how do you balance, like, asking for that without saying, I want to do blah, 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 and have the list? That's a really good question. I mean, that's a great question. Uh, so, whew. so I guess what I'm, what I don't want is, I don't want it to feel like a laundry list. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to feel like we're going to the grocery and I need flour, eggs, milk, butter. Yeah, like, like we're not baking a cake here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we might be, but <laughs> I do like a cream filling. Anyway, <laughs> but we don't have to, some of that stuff can be glossed over and implied. So when you're downstairs and somebody says, I've never kissed a man, but I'd like to. Cool. That's great. In fact, if you were to say that to me downstairs, I'd go, do you want to do it now? And maybe you're not comfortable with it. No, no, no. I want to wait till we're upstairs. All right, cool. And then, then somebody says, well, the same person, the same somebody I'm going to assume says, uh, I've never gone down on somebody on a man, but I'd like to. All right, cool. And then like, if I think at that point for me, I would then say to that person, oh, do you think you're a top or a bottom? Mm -hmm. And if they don't, if they say, I don't know cool. We can play it by ear. Mm -hmm. What I don't, what I get overwhelmed with and what I don't really want to hear is I want to go upstairs. I want to kiss you. Then I want to go down on you. And then I, I want you to fuck me. And then I want to be on my back. And then I want to be on my all fours. And then I want you to do this. And then I want this to happen. And then like, because I think for me, invariably what happens is I get this laundry list of things in my head of things I want to do. And then as soon as something kind of goes astray, then I start to, I start to fumble and I start to flail and I get really uncomfortable and things are falling apart because I had this extreme storyboarded script out in my head and it's not going that way. And because it's not going that way, then What's the problem? Is it me? Is it the person? Is it both of us? Is this not right? Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Is this wrong? I'm dirty, blah, 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 blah. I would also suggest that for your first bisexual experiences, while you very likely and probably should have some idea as to what you want out of a scenario, don't expect everything to happen all at once. Yes. And and like you just said, you know, you were touching on the fact that if you have a list of things in your head or you have a situation in your head that you want to take place and then something happens and it can really throw you off the game for the rest of it. So it's a balance of knowing what you want, going with the flow, with the moment and what's happening, 
And if something doesn't happen or something else happens instead, being being a bit flexible to accept that. And also just don't expect everything to happen all at once because that's not really how life works. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's something really sexy about downstairs saying, I want to have a, I'm, even if it's as, I mean, this is going to sound corny, but, and if somebody said this to me, I think I would blush, but I would still be really, I I think it's, it's endearing. If somebody said, you know, I want to have, if once they, we find out we're both bi, if they say, I want to have my first bisexual experience with you, I think there's something nice about that, but let's not plan it out. Let's go upstairs and just sort of let it happen organically. And if we get upstairs and you say, do you want to fuck me? And I'm like, I'm just not into that right now. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to, it's not a, again, it's not a list that you have to check off everything. You're not looking for all the green ticks. You're looking for the experience and let's, let's enjoy that experience Mm -hmm. and see where it goes and see how it goes. And if you enjoy the first experience and maybe you don't get to collect everything, you've got a chance to then do it again next time. And I would also equate it to, you know, I don't know what most people's first experience with their current partners was yeah. like, but, you know, a first experience with anyone, even I guess for most of these people, it's going to be of the opposite gender. But what was your first experience with someone of the opposite gender or the first experience with your, you know, your wife, your current partner? It likely wasn't storyboarded. You likely just kind of went with the flow and maybe you had some idea in your head as to what was going to happen, but probably not everything that actually did happen. Or maybe things happened that were a bit off script and that was okay. So yeah, I agree. Like you just kind of have to go with it and just you're there for the experience, whatever that looks like. And if it goes well and if you're happy with it and maybe you want to explore more then, or maybe you did everything that you wanted to do and now you want to do it again, then then there's always the opportunity for another experience as well. And I think just to touch on that too, you, you talked about your first time with your current partner or the gender of your current partner. Let's, you know, if you're in your mid thirties and this is the first time you've ever played with someone of the same gender, accept and expect the same problems that you had the first time you played with somebody of the opposite gender. I think a mm-hmm. lot of us sort of fail to, to stage accept fright. that. Yeah. You're going to, you might yeah. get stage fright. You might get performance anxiety. Uh, you might have, uh, if if you're a, a penis holder, you might be suffering from erectile dysfunction because your body's like, I'm not used to this. Mm-hmm. And between the excitement of it happening for the first time and the nerves of it happening for the first time and the whole thing, you're like, I've never done this before, period. You may not behave the way you hoped you would behave. Mm-hmm. And don't put a lot of pressure on yourself for that. That, that doesn't mean... I guess from my personal experience, both on from the givers and the receivers end, a soft penis does not mean a failure of a sexual experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So uh, you can't beat yourself up for that. And, And when you look back on the experience, you know, if something happens that maybe wasn't exactly how you had hoped or anticipated, you can't say, well, that was a failure because that's not, that's not true. But as a side note, if you're looking to get beaten up uh, and you are at Our Secret Spot and Angela's there, oftentimes we bring our own kit and gear and uh, the dungeon downstairs is great. She's happy to put you on the cross and beat you up a little. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I mean, uh, with, with, within reason and, and yeah, yeah. you know. Within consenting parameters. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you want to get beaten up, I'm just, I'm just saying, FYI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, uh, but, but catch me earlier in the night before I've had too much to drink. Yeah, because we don't like to yeah. play. Anyway, um, when we don't like to play when drinking. Um, so I think those are that's a great question. Mm. I would definitely advise coming to our secret spot. Uh, I understand being in a rural area. Trust me, I understand being in a rural area and how difficult it can be to find people to play with. Uh, so, yeah, come to the city and we will uh, – We'll happily take care of you. And the other option, depending on where in Australia you are, is you know if you aren't near Sydney and can't get to our secret spot or anything like that, it can be difficult to find people through the online apps like Red Hot Pie and whatnot. Sometimes you can even find people through Grinder, but go through the different apps. And if you aren't comfortable doing that in your area, it's completely understandable. Just depending on how far you are from a city, make a weekend of it and either catch up with people in that city that you've potentially met online. Uh, if you've met people through the apps and things and you can always catch up in the city and it's not necessarily near your hometown, so you can look for people that are a little further afield. But the clubs, I think, are a great way. And especially if you can find nights like the Pendulum Party. If you're near Adelaide, you can go to the Rainbow Parties at the Rabbit Hole. That's a great one as well. So look for those types of events that are going to generally be a bit more accepting of of by play and of the the queer community. Yes, and if you do end up at a pendulum party here in our secret spot, let us know before you get here. We love to catch up for drinks, coffee, hmm. lunch. Yeah, there's no no pressure. We just like to sit down and chat, see how you are. All Absolutely. Right. We're gonna jump to a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll be back. If you live in Australia, hell, if you live anywhere in the world, but you can get to Australia, I know that's a challenge right now, but if you live in Australia, you're always looking for a awesome, sexy, wonderful party to go to. Well, Australia's sexiest party is coming to Townsville, Queensland. That's right. The erotic ball is happening on September 4th at a top secret private location in Townsville. The event is open to couples and single ladies only. Sorry, single fellas. This one is not a party for you. But we know the person behind the erotic ball. 
and they are amazing. They understand people. They throw a great party. Look, there is going to be a ticket and accommodation package available at a five-star hotel that's local to Townsville. There's going to be entertainment on the night, which will include strippers, pole dancers, burlesque performers, and all forms of erotic dancers. There's also going to be a couple of DJs, two separate dance floors, and a chill-out area. Because look, with all this sexy fucking excitement, you're going to need to take a break, have a drink, and maybe have a conversation with other sexy folks. The dress theme is erotic, and there are prizes on the night for the best dressed as well as, wait for it, a dirty dancing competition. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Look, if nobody dances, if nobody says brown chicken, brown cow, I'll be very disappointed. Look, you got to get up there and go brown chicken, brown cow. It's going to be great. Tickets must be bought online as there will be no tickets sold at the door. You know why? Because they're going to fucking sell out. That's why. So if this sounds like something that you would be into, if you're going to be in the Townsville area on September 4th, if you're a single lady or a couple who is excited to see all kinds of erotic entertainment, have a couple of DJs on two big-ass fucking dance floors, it's, it's, I mean, this is the place to be. Go to www.theeroticball.com.au or go to Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter and find them at The Erotic Ball. T-H-E-E-R-O-T-I-C-B-A-L-L. And uh, when you go, tell them that Bradford and Angela sent you. You heard about it on By the By podcast and that you're ready to rock out with your cock out or jam out with your clam out. It'll be great. Are you looking for a new toy to stimulate all your naughty parts? Are you looking for something to uh, tickle your nipples or maybe play with your meat flaps? I don't know. Is that a thing? That sounds gross. I'm still going to stick with it. But look, if you're looking for a new toy to play with, uh, go to adamandeve.com. Yeah, adamandeve.com. They don't, they don't, they, I mean, they approve of these messages, but I'm pretty sure they don't listen to them because I'm pretty sure they would censor meat flaps. But still, if you have a vulva or a penis and you want to get it on with your toys, please go to adamandeve.com. Find you something that's going to just tickle your fucking fancy. I don't care. It's going to be great. It's going to be dirty. It's going to be awesome. And when you put it in your basket, put the checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. And you're going to get that sexy fucking new amazing toy item for 50% off. You're going to get free shipping. You're going to get awesome things thrown in there. You're going to get videos on demand. I mean, you can wait, watch them while you wait for your sexy box to come delivered to you. Or you can uh, just wait and let it be like all titillating. And (sighs) once you get your new toy, then you can watch the videos. I don't care. It's going to be amazing. But go to adamandeve.com. Find something that will titillate you and uh, use checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. Are you looking for sexy singles, sexy couples in your area? Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as your area is North America, then have I got the website for you. That website, it's altplayground.net. If you go to altplayground.net, you can find people all around your area. Like, look, hashtag vaxxed. That's all I'm going to say. Find some people who are vaccinated, and then you can give them or 
them, then you can give them your own injection or receive an injection from them or both. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It's going to be amazing. But go to altplayground.net. You can find all kinds of sexy peoples in your area and uh, have a play with them. Have a date. When, you, when you're on your date, talk about by the by. It'll be amazing. Just tell them how great we are and uh, how you heard about the website from our podcast. That's altplayground.net. Well, those commercials were kind of a fucking mess, weren't they? <laughs> you made it through. This is why you don't uh, drink and do commercials. That's all I'm saying. I improved a lot in those, and I'm very happy with some of my improv. I am... I definitely apologize. If you're one of those people that skips the commercials, I definitely apologize for the phrase meat curtains. However, going back to the erotic ball one, that does sound like a great time. I'm so disappointed yeah. we're not going to be able to be there. Yeah. Uh, look, we might try to make it. We, we will We will do our best. It's going to be difficult, but it's, we can try. We'll, we'll, we'll look at things. We'll, we will try to make it. So <laughs> the erotic ball, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Mm, yeah. Anyway. If anybody does go, like, who's a podcast listener, which I hope we have a lot that do, yes. uh, I would like to hear stories afterwards. Yes. If you want to come, you can come on here and tell stories, too. You yes. Know? Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Next question. Next. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yes. I was thinking about my erotic balls. Right. Okay. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Okay. I was born This ready. one came from Instagram. Okay. My wife and I are both bi and have had some real fun swinging around in the same sex area. But we have a couple that we're really great friends with currently and are opening things up with. We're all on the same page and pretty damn comfortable with each other. The couple we're involved with is unique in a way that he is what I naturally don't possess and likewise with his wife. Nothing major, just styles of relaxing and how we operate day to day. I love the idea of bringing more positive, happy, fun times into our life and I don't struggle with jealousy. I guess my reason for reaching out is most of all to tell you both how much I love you and your podcast and how awesome it is that you're one of us spreading the truth about people and their love for others with no shame and to get a little opinion on how to swing with peeps that were close friends first and want to take it a step further. Look, I, it's really funny. This is not going to sound like my normal advice to people. I'm going to be very cautious in telling you to be very cautious and only because you have a friendship here that you clearly very much value and you like, and you don't want any harm to come to that. So my advice on swinging with friends who were friends first and not swinger partners first who became friends is take it as slow as humanly possible or as slow as possible for you. I am very reticent to do damage to establish friendships. And I'm assuming that you value these people. It sounds like you really look up to these people, that you value these people. And the last thing you want to do is something that would damage the relationship that you already have. I'm not saying not to move forward on it. Just take it easy. Don't don't jump in and, and rush. Yeah, I tend to agree. It like I said, we've been in that position where we have had people that we're friends with and we've wanted to move on to something further. And it felt like everybody wanted to. And many times that's worked out well. There are some times it hasn't. Uh, we're still in the midst of that, I would say, with one couple. So 
you know, I mean, just you never know. But I will say the ones we're in the midst of, we are taking it very slow. We are taking it very slow. Like, they don't like, even know we run a podcast Like yet. snail's pace slow. <laughs> that I'm tempted to just, you know, say something, but I also really like them and I don't want to run them off as friends. And so. that's it. They're nice people. We really yeah. like them. We don't want to mess them up. So, yeah. uh, and we don't want to mess up the relationship that we already have with them. So, yeah, yeah it's tough. It is hard. I, under- I totally understand that because you feel like... I'm hoping and I'm assuming that from this message that the other couple is already ethically some form of uh, ethically non-monogamous. So it sounds like it. If that's the case, then it's going to be a lot easier. Mm. But if it's not the case, then again, you just have to easy peasy, right? Nice and slow. Because the last thing you want to do is something that is irreparable, which is a really hard word for me to say. Uh, <laughs> and and damage a relationship that you already value. Yeah. And, and again, having a bit of a conversation with them about that and saying, you know, where do you guys want to take this? And I, maybe you've already had this conversation, but just try to flush out what is it that we're all looking for? Are we all on the same page? And if we're not, then let's not go any further. And if we are, then let's still take it slowly. And, and, and I think there's no shame in asking what happens if something goes wrong. Yeah. What happens to our friendship? What happens to this relationship? If something doesn't work or doesn't go right or doesn't go as one of us expects. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think there's any shame in that. I think it's a valid question. It's always a very real possibility. You know, we'd hope not. And and I would hope that everything would work out well, but never know. And also you never know, it might work out well for a while and then at some point down the road. Yeah. So it's, it's good to kind of know where everybody sits with that. My God, I feel like we're Debbie Downers now. What? No, I mean, but I mean, did you know the number one killer of cats <laughs> is feline AIDS? Yes, thank you, Bradford. <laughs> uh, but most of the time, it has been very successful for us, and and it does sound like they're on the right path because it sounds like all parties involved, yes, are kind of wanting the same thing. Yeah, and it sounds like like in the message, it says that they're all on the same page and pretty damn comfortable with each other. Uh, you know, even in their styles of relaxing and how they operate day to day, which I think is a really positive start. Because if you can be with another couple in those quiet times and and when it's not just all like, let's go have sex and, and play in the bedroom, when you can be with another couple in those kind of more everyday moments, that's a really, really good sign. And it's, it really points to the fact that you're probably in a very good place to approach taking the relationship a bit further. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. So it sounds like you're on a good path. Yes. Just take your time, be honest and talk to them, be open. Good luck and let us know how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fingers crossed, all Feel the best. Feel free to send pictures if you'd like. <laughs> Consensual pictures of everybody involved. Anyway, I'm just saying, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm being uh-huh. perverted. And... Shocker. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> and I'm back. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? I'm ready. All right. Some background. Ooh, I like background. My husband and I have been in the lifestyle for about two years and mostly been online dating and meeting people that way. We had our first foray to OSS, our secret spot, late last year and are keen to get back sometime this year for Pendulum. Yay. If you haven't been yet, let us know when you do come. Yes, please. Yeah, if you have been yet, let us know when you do come. <laughs> uh, my question is about making quick connections at the club and how to transition it to playtime. Great question. 
God, that's a good question. Having done mostly online meets, we've had heaps of time to get to know people, go on a few dates, discuss our feelings about a person or a couple before playing. When we went to OSS, we met lots of lovely people and had some great chats, but found we stumbled and struggled to transition to play. I think most of our trouble came from not being able to discuss proceeding to play with others between ourselves, as well as not knowing how to invite people to join us without coming across too strong. Some thoughts I've had to make our next visit a bit more effective have been to talk about our preferences beforehand, so in the moment we can kind of green light play if one of us is interested, like if he likes a person or couple and wants to play, then I'm into and vice versa. I also thought about going with people we know or suggesting the club as a meeting place for people we've been chatting with online. I'd be really interested in any tips you have for meeting new people and transitioning to play in a club setting, especially as we prefer to play together rather than separately. Or do I just need to put on my big girl panties and ask people point blank, hey, do you want to play with us? Like right now. Love your work, guys, and hopefully get to meet you both at a pendulum soon. So... Thoughts on uh, making that transition? Look, you don't have to put on your big girl panties. Uh, I think this is my advice. Uh, The first thing above everything else that you need to do is have some nonverbal way of communicating to your partner. Let's back up a step, though, because it didn't sound like they had had much communication before getting to the club even. All right, fair enough. Yeah, because it sounded like, it says here, I think most of our trouble came from not being able to discuss proceeding to play with others between ourselves. Okay. So I think it starts, in my opinion, it starts with having that conversation with your partner before you ever get there as to what do you want individually and what do you want as a couple and what's acceptable. Yeah, I I think that seems reasonable. And And then, yeah, between each other, like kind of I think what you were going for, Bradford, is, is to have a way that you can non-verbally uh, or verbally, we know people who do it through a certain topic in conversation or a certain word that they bring up, but have a way, some way to communicate with your partner that I am interested in these people. I want to proceed with this. Yeah, I, I think, okay, fair enough. Let's start from there then. Before you go to the club, you need to have a conversation about what your hopes and dreams are and then what your expectations are for the night. And those things could be vastly different. So your hopes and dreams in a non-sexual fashion could be, I want to win the lottery. But your rational expectations might be, I want to save money for a little while. So your hopes and dreams for the night could be, I when you go to a swingers club. I, could, thought, I thought you were going to go different there. I thought you were going to say, my hopes and dreams are to win the lottery. My expectation is to go to a bar and spend all my money. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yes, and then there is actual reality. Uh, What actually happens? So my hopes and dreams are we end up in a big puppy pile up in the orgy room, and there's at least six people there. That might be my hope and dream. But my expectation is we find a couple that we really like and play with them in a private room. And so then even if reality ends up being I play with my partner, uh, just the two of us in the, in the private room, that's still okay. All these things are great. It's just what, what's our goals for the night. And I think that firstly, you need to have that conversation with your partner. And I feel confident that if you've been with your partner for more than a little bit, you know what turns them on and what type of people they're attracted to at the same time, them for you. 
So once you're in the club, you need to have some sort of, and this of course happens before we go into the club, you need to have, I like the nonverbal stuff. Look, we have friends that we recently found out if, that if she brings up politics, that means she wants to get the fuck out of a conversation <laughs> and leave these people. And I, I love her. Like, she's like, so what about them politics? But at the flip side, I think there's an uh, there is something that if they're interested, so so they have a verbal cue one way yes. or the other. Yeah, uh, you and I we tend to have nonverbal cues. Yeah, I like nonverbal cues, just because it makes me more comfortable. I don't know. Also, though, having a nonverbal cue means that you have to actually pay attention to your partner. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like which sometimes you don't, but that's okay. I still love you. I try. I try. <laughs> Sometimes I get distracted by sexiness. I know, babe. Uh, but I think that you need that. You need that nonverbal cue of, I need to get away. How do we get away? Or I'm really interested. How do we proceed forward? Mm-hmm. And I, I, honestly, let's imagine a situation where you know that you're interested, you know that your partner's interested, and then you're just trying to figure out if these people are interested. I, I think the easiest question is, do you want to go upstairs? Why is this an easy question? This is an easy question because this isn't, do you want to play with us? This is just, do you want to go upstairs? So at our secret spot, of course, all the playrooms are upstairs. And if you're at a club where the playrooms are in a certain area, that's an easy thing to say. Yeah. So you go, do you want Uh, to go to the playrooms? Mm -hmm. Do you want to go to the play area? What do you end up with this? If the people say yes, they might then escalate that to the next. Do you want to play kind of thing? Or they might assume that that's what you mean. So they might lead you somewhere and then you start playing. Mm-hmm. If if the answer is no, well, there's no problem with that. Fine. Okay. Well, we're going to go upstairs because we want to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So then it's it's a good out that allows you to, A, get away and then – either play with another couple or have an opportunity to play with another couple or get away because they're no longer interested. You find out that that's a, do you want to go upstairs? Yes. Cool. Let's go upstairs, see what's going on. No. Cool. We're going to go upstairs and see what's going on. And if they're not interested, you'll, you should find out pretty quickly. Yeah. And if you do end up upstairs with this other couple and you're still not sure if they really want to play with you or not, you can always find a place to play whether it's a private room, whether it's the orgy room, no matter where it is, find a place to play and just say, would you like to join us like on this bed? And that way you can always play separately. And then if crossover happens, crossover happens. And so if you want to play it a bit coy, you can do that and say, do you want to join us on this bed? Or you're welcome to join us. You're welcome to play next to us. So you can always put it that way. And, And that way it leaves it a little more open and it's not too forward for them. Or if you really think that the signals are all there, you know, you can just say, hey, would you like to join us on this bet? Yeah. And look, we are definitely playing it to where you are not the one making the decisions. Mm. Where I'm assuming based off this message that you're a bit coy, you're a bit unsure, you don't know. Yeah. I feel like you probably don't think that people think that you're attractive. I'm going to say you're wrong, flatly that I'm sure that people think you're attractive. Uh, But it sounds like you're a bit 
in the second, I'm second guessing myself. Mm-hmm. So that's the way, that's why I'm answering the way that I'm answering. And I think Angela as well. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying to a couple, hey, do you want to go upstairs and have a play? No, not at all. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to be in the driver's seat, do it that way. But a lot of people are more introverted and they're not comfortable asking that. Right. And and so if you're not, you can do, you know, you can lead people along that path of do they want to join you for this step, the next step, the next step. It's and, easier. And see. Uh, it is easier to ask simple little questions mm-hmm. that they'll say yes to uh, in order to get to the big question that you want them to say yes to. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go upstairs? Do you want to see what's going on in this room? Do you want to sit down and on the bed? Do you want to play next to us? Do you want to play with us? Rather than, hey, you want to go upstairs and play with us? Yeah. I, I accept that. That's, yeah, sure. But, uh, and it also, I think, depends on the couple that you're talking to. Because if it's a new couple who's a little, has a bit more trepidation around the situation, being completely forward might completely turn them yeah. off. So I think it is a bit of reading the room and, and, knowing where you are and where they are and then seeing what the best situation is going to be to get the outcome that you want. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely having a nonverbal cue or even verbal, having a cue with your partner as to I'm interested in these people, let's move forward is a good thing to have, or I'm not at all. Let's get out of the situation. Agreed. Completely. Either way. I think it's good to have something, an agreement with your partner and like, how are we going to communicate with each other? But I will also add that, don't sell yourself short. Don't not try to initiate play because you're second guessing yourself uh, or feel doubtful. Like give it a go. I, the worst they can say is no. And I think no is a gift. If somebody says no or no, thank you. That means that they respect you enough to let you not waste your time. We have seen plenty of couples pine over people at the club for an entire night not to play with them. Mm. And that's a, that's a, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a wasted night, but you might feel um, with, as if maybe I would have had the opportunity to with someone else. What could I have done if I had not focused on this one couple all the night? And if you, if you know early that it's a no, then that that's a gift. Thank you. Kind of thing. Yeah. And like, if it's, if they do say no or no, thank you say, cool. Well, great. Well, have a good night. Good luck. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and no, you know, they might say not tonight or not right now, which is also, I mean, it's a no, but it's, it's a no that means, Hey, let's, we can reconvene and talk about it later. Yeah. Yeah. Such good questions. Great questions. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the moral of the night is don't sell yourself short. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, any other questions? Questions, comments, or rude remarks that you have, Angela? No, those are the the current questions that we've gotten in the last few weeks. So thank you to everyone who sent those via email, via the website, via Instagram. Yes. So if you want to send your own messages to us, uh, your own questions that you would like us to answer, please message us. And you can do that. The email is theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can go to our website, www.theatomsoflove.com bythebye.com.au. I think I might have added another W I think you did. That's all right. W-W-W-W. It's just three. www.bythebye.com.au. And then when you go to the contact page, you can ask us your questions. Or you can message us on any of our social medias. We are at By the Bye Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, 
and Instagram. You know how else you can ask questions of us? You can go to our Discord chat. How do you get there? You support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. You can find us there. Support us, join our Patreon chat, and you can talk to us directly. It's a great way to yes to communicate. I love and it. also a whole community of people that are amazing. They're wonderful humans. Sometimes we don't even have to answer the questions. They answer them for us. It's great. Yeah. We love I them. still like answering. I do too. I always have an opinion. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shocker. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for sending these in to everyone who did. And we will do this again when we get more questions in the next few weeks. You Maybe betcha. Potentially. We'll see. Thanks, y'all. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 